Damon! So, all right, this is already the beginning of the episode. I'm sorry. This is the way that the episode has to begin. <laughs> Who would have thought that the Oz man himself would be here for this episode? I, uh, the drugs seem like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Mm. Today is going to be a metal show. <laughs> Am I doing it yet? I don't think is it working yet. I, did you turn yours on? I, I did it. I did an update. Uh, where we, do I go? We, we do I fuck go us. Dude, dude, this is not the right time for this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going to do it right now. Um, you go to your system settings, I think. Fuck, I already uh, forgot how to do this. System and you, settings. And then you go to... Uh, sorry, guys. This is not a very interesting part of this, uh, this uh, thing. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's not system settings. It, it, at the very top, you see there's a little camera like a green icon that has a camera at the very top of your screen. You see a green icon? Uh, or a on, camera icon? Uh, does it say view? I, no. I, it'll be, it'll I, be on the right, the right side of the screen. Oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah. Click it. Yeah. And then you can turn on reactions, and you can make, you could also make your thing look all fancy, like mine, where it's all, hey, this is professional and shit. Um, and uh, I... Yeah. Let's have a quick. I think I still need another update. I I oh. think I downloaded an update last time, but I'm not sure if it installed it. Oh, okay. Well, the, so for those of you, especially in the podcast world, that don't know what we're talking about, we I've been randomly discovering that there was an automatic update because I I keep I'm I'm weird about updates and I will do them immediately. I'm so mm. like OCD about it. I can't relax until the update has been done. So um, apparently this new update to Mac OS uh, has made it to where when you're using the, the Mac camera, you can turn on gestures that will make things behind you happen. Like if I give a thumbs up like this, you get some uh, some fireworks behind you and you can set up like to looks like fancy studio lighting. Like, I feel like this is how it looks when like people on the news are doing special reports and then everything's all blurry <laughs> behind them. <laughs> I love yeah. it. It's fucking cool. Anyway, so that's what that is. But eventually, mm. Eddie will get his shit updated. But when, once you do, whenever you're using your camera and you see the little camera icon, you can click on it and it will have the other options. Uh, Everybody cool. out there do that. Who Do you use the camera on your Mac? Do it because it's why it's just fun as hell. Anyway, um, sorry, that ruined the whole Aussie thing. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, obviously we're doing. Hey, 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 hey! You gotta. It's God only bless gonna, you. It's only gonna work if you get up from your chair and you do that weird leap in the air that he does. Sometimes. <laughs> 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 I guess he doesn't do it anymore, but he used to do it all the time back in the day. Um, uh, this anyway, was a split second decision as well. I, I wasn't even gonna do this, and then I realized I had all the components. I have a kind of roby black shirt the Aussie purple round sunglasses and this Metallica Master of Puppets crucifix oh, that I have kicking nice. around. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so obviously today we're doing Aussie. This is part one. 
Ozzy Osbourne Part One because Ozzy has thirteen albums. Uh, one of them being a, a you know a covers album, but we're doing. Do we decided to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remember that Ozzy back in the day? You did a whole bunch of albums. Come on. <laughs> um, and then, uh, uh, yeah. So today is the the bottom six, and tomorrow tomorrow next week will be the the top seven. And um, it's a long time coming because we've already we did Black Sabbath, and. Mm. Um, and so I, I feel like, yeah, we you you got to do Ozzy, especially um, in this day and age where you know Ozzy's an old man and it, he's mm-hmm. surprised everybody by lasting as long as he did. But um, truly, he has, an he has. incredible, incredible story. Yeah, but know? but also very recently he because you know he's had health issues but i think recently was the first time that he said you know i i don't think i'm gonna be touring anymore ever again and i'm gonna do just a couple farewell shows or something um so he's with that life i mean i'm sure like if he can manage he'll still do one-off like you know festival gigs until he just can't possibly do it anymore because i i feel like that's that's who he is he just wants to be on the stage even if he can't Um, yeah so He's going to, so I just, I, I, I feel like this is a good time to do it because, you know, he's, he's getting up there and, uh, and, you know, I'd like to do a ranking of Ozzy that isn't also like a eulogy or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, cause Ozzy has been in my life for a really long time. This is that part where we can talk about where Ozzy came into our lives. He just, he's a figure that's just been around since forever, but yeah. I, I was trying to think of like, <laughs> what was my actual first exposure to Ozzy, not just knowing who he was. Cause like growing up and like watching MTV and like listening to some rock music, obviously you, you heard the name Ozzy Osbourne, you know, it was just a thing, but I think the very first actual exposure to him and his, and his singing, I guess, um, was, it had to have been 1988. Cause I, I feel, I remembered being a young kid. So I would have been 10 hmm. and I saw the video for, uh, Close My Eyes Forever by Lita Ford. Mm. Uh, and then this this weird looking dude was singing the song with her. And I was mm. like, oh, this is this is Ozzy Osbourne. And I and I remember that I used to love that video so much. And I I I recorded it just because I wanted to pause this part where Ozzy makes this fucking weird ass face. And I would just <laughs> pause it and I would giggle my little young ass off yeah it's just like that part where it's like you know never be this and he does this he does this turn to the camera and his yeah. face just looks fucked up <laughs> and i was always just like that's hilarious um but the the very first ozzy album i ever owned was no more tears um mm. and uh because you know by that point i was a uh, i was 13 and uh, getting into a lot of rock and metal, and then uh, he that song that album had so many like hits off of it that yeah, it was eventually huge. I was gonna I was gonna get it. And then I've been a fan of Ozzy's ever since. Um, for you, so I, so this is this is one of those weird ones because you probably Ozzy is like a big figure in the world, but is he super huge in England? Like, is he like everybody knows who Ozzy is over there? Even if you don't listen to metal. Definitely growing up, he he is a national treasure to the point where uh, I remember like the, the, the first time I remember uh, 
seeing Ozzy was actually on this like it was this stupid like kids BBC CBBC program uh-huh. uh, called called Heads, where basically they would do these like skits. Yeah, yeah, they would do these like skits, but like it, they would all be played by actors who were like faceless, but they had these giant like cardboard cutout heads of celebrities, and they would just take the mick out of celebrities and stuff. And there was always there was always an Aussie and Sharon thing because the Osbournes was happening around the same time. So got it. it you know, granted, it, it was for kids, so it was you know. The swearing was toned out, but same kind of situations. They'd put Ozzy and Sharon in silly situations as characters, but to the point where, you know, that really stood, that that always stood out to me, you know, is, Mm -hmm. is at least for my generation growing up, maybe not, maybe not the one that was like, wow, it's so great of Post Malone to bring out this unknown artist, <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, so that that's definitely that was the f- one of the first times I felt like, oh wow, I've I'm no longer the youngest generation now. I remember yeah. that it was like a distinct moment where I was like, the "Fuck, do you mean everybody knows who Ozzy is?" And it was like, well, the the Osbournes hasn't been filming episodes for a long time now and i was like oh my god yeah yeah that that was the first first time i dealt with my own mortality (laughs) yeah well i mean the the yeah the the, the, and ozzy has continued to do like television type stuff but since like the internet and and cable had just blew up into this big monster it's not like everybody's watching the channel that the osbournes is on so whereas Around that time, Osborne started early 2000s, I think. Yeah, 2002, and, um, I think it was. And um, no, it was earlier than that, I think. Was it? Um, I, it, it might be. I don't know. But, but anyway, we I'm sure we can look it up at some point. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so now he's it's not he is somebody that I guess a lot of people still know, but he had, he doesn't have that platform where like everybody has seen him. So the younger generation. You know, some know him. My daughter knows him, but just because of me. <laughs> so, I can confirm, by the way, that it ran from March fifth, two thousand two, to March twenty first, two thousand five. Oh, okay, okay. Well, there you go. But yeah, um, uh, like as as a figure, he was definitely always present in you know British culture, at least. Um, yeah. You know, as a as an icon, I you know, everybody's like, hey, that crazy old British rock star Aussie. He's, yeah. he's great. But, well, I, I, yeah. I, can, I, I think it, since since I first discovered Ozzy, I don't think there's ever been a year that there wasn't something involving Ozzy that was on my radar. So he's just literally, he, I don't think the dude ever takes a year off, even though he's not doing an album every year or whatever. It just seems like there's always something mm-hmm. going on with Ozzy. I guess, uh, I guess it, also, it, it, it also helps when your entire family minus one are in show business now <laughs> you know yeah. so i guess that uh that does something too um whereas whereas my my favorite thing is that is the is that you know kelly osborne is you know she's whatever she's kelly osborne um she's made her own career but i love how she's become kind of a a tiktok meme which yeah. is that that thing when she's because was she on was she one of the people on the View I don't know what show it was it was the, the View or the, something 
the who's going to be cleaning your toilets, Mr. Trump moment. I, I love how she says it with such such conviction and then realizes how fucking awful it is. Yeah. It's like, if you take away all the Mexicans, who's going to be cleaning your bathrooms, Donald Trump? I mean, yeah. <laughs> she immediately yeah. backtracks. It's, it's, it's one of those, like, <laughs> kind of... Is it a Freudian slip or is it just realizing that you fucked you fucked up? I think she was trying to make a point, but didn't yeah. do a very didn't good job of making it because there yeah. are a whole lot of quote unquote immigrants that that Americans rely on for things. And a lot of them mm. don't think about that. I just think that was a bad association because not every Mexican yeah. is a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely one of those where, like, you think you've got such a strong one in the chamber, and then the moment you fire it off, it's like, yeah, oh, that's shit. that's my favorite thing about that clip is just pausing it at the look on her face when she's delivering yeah. that line because she's like, oh, she means that she, and then immediately goes, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking, it's a Dr. Emmett Brown moment, you know, when the card like comes off of the thing and sets fire to those um, drapes or something, where he immediately goes. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's like that, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to bring up another another internet thingy, but it also another one where the face oh makes me laugh so much is um, and I can watch this over and over again. I'm sure you've seen it. There's some internet broadcast going on with these two girls, and people are putting okay. things in the comments, and somebody says, "Hey, can you say happy birthday to Nick Gurr?" <laughs> and this woman says that and then doubles down because her friend goes happy birthday and then she says the name again and then she realizes what she's just done yeah and that's another like i pause it and i just go this is the funny because <laughs> it's so perfectly done because not only does she is it funny that she realizes it i dare i say she looks like the kind of person that this would happen to like yeah. it's just, everything about the clip is 100% perfect. Um, anyway, but uh, yeah, uh, anyway, so the, the, the internet has become this thing where half of it is annoying to me and the other half is ultimately uh, entertaining as fuck all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, <clears throat> we're going to, we're, we're going to be talking about an artist that started when nobody knew what the word internet meant. Hmm. Um and uh, computers were uh, giant things in a room, like in Superman three. And uh, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's uh, so. But but I mean, Ozzy's career as a solo artist started in 1980. So mm. um, and we're dealing with albums from 1980 all the way up to 2023. Was that the last one he did? 2023, 2022, yeah, 2022. So, um, and so we're doing our bottom six and, um, we should, well, we should just jump in because I'm pretty sure we both have the same 13. We might not. I, I almost went different with this one, but, um, I'm gonna let you begin as usual, throw it over to the Oz man himself, Eddie, Eddie Sparks, Eddie Sparks born, um, for his, uh, number 13 Aussie album. We didn't do our we we didn't do our little oh I I suppose I didn't actually do where Ozzy came oh. into my life as a singer. Oh, I'm sorry, you would okay. There you go. Go ahead. Uh, well, I'll be. I'm pleased to announce that this is not only 
a GTA San Andreas discovery. Oh, okay. This is also, this is also a GTA Vice City discovery. So oh. he has two songs in the GTA series, which is, if you haven't heard this from me before, this is a your first episode. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto games essentially, well, next to Guitar Hero, essentially shaped my entire music taste growing up. Yeah. And uh, Bark at the Moon was on Vice City. And nice. that's a great song for car chases, man. I'm, I'm just saying there's something about being chased through a fake Miami to that song that is just transcendental. Yeah. And Hellraiser is in San Andreas, and that song fucking rules, dude. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so, do, uh, do, do, do you, do you, do you, since we're mentioning that song, do you prefer the Aussie or the Lemmy version of that song? I, I prefer the Aussie one. I, I feel like it's Me got too. more atmosphere. Like, Me too. I think the Lemmy one's cool, but it, it doesn't have the, uh, that synth aura around it that just adds that extra level of yeah oomph to it you know i think both versions are cool but i'm definitely going the original aussie version yeah. from now yeah yeah it. same here <clears throat> yeah so uh with that i suppose that that leads us to our ranking mm -hmm. and um i think this might be a match on the first one um and i've gone with number 13 is 2005's undercover yep same here same here <laughs> i'm Sorry, not, I'm not the, getting anything but i'm trying i did I'm trying the, uh, to get the lasers um i did the fireworks for those of you in the podcast world um, so far my my favorite's the lasers dude my oh that's yeah the lasers is, is yeah. metal hands yeah there we go hell yeah look at yeah. that that is it's the and, smoke for me it's the smoke yeah, and the way smoke. it goes through the haze and then there's there's other ones like just one thumb does the yeah. thumbs up <laughs> and then um that's weird okay and then uh two thumbs up <laughs> is that gonna be there now for the rest of the oh, show no. oh no, no. <laughs> two thumbs up is the fireworks thumbs down is the rains and then was there was there another one besides the metal horns was there another one there's balloons there's balloons what what do we do for that was it clapping no. maybe um i don't uh, know what the balloons was anyway was it two thumbs up no that's the that's the fireworks ah uh, so anyway we'll 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 figure that out at some point we'll, we'll, i mean we found it by accident last time so i'm yeah. sure it'll show up it'll show up <laughs> um, but yes undercover is also my <laughs> number 13 because you know yeah. we're notorious for putting cover albums at the end of the yeah world. and you know for for an obvious reason it's not original material yeah and honestly i think it's a bit of fun yeah. but the entire time i was thinking yep this is a great song um but i'd rather be listening to the original even yeah. though you know it, that there definitely was that thing of oh mississippi queen hell yeah even, I, I, even with Jerry Cantrell on guitar and Mike Borden on drums, hmm. it's it's still pr pretty boring overall. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it, it's fine. <clears throat> I, 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 the only reason, the only thing I really like about it is it, it's clearly Ozzy uh, uh, giving us a look into his influences, and so I, that's fun. But yeah, that's basically it. 
Yeah, I, I definitely... Uh, and this is, to me, also... If, if, if you were going to tell me, like, what a set list of songs that Ozzy would consider influences are... This is exactly what I would expect. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I definitely knew 21st Century Schizoid Man was going to be there. I definitely knew Fire was going to be there. Um, basically, just... It's it's classic rock covers with Ozzy singing. Yeah. And it's a bit of fun, but it's, it's definitely the least essential of the albums we're covering here. Yep. So, I mean, really, there's there's not much else to say other than yeah, it's a bit of fun, but I would it's the least essential. Yeah, we can we can fucking move on from that. No worries, um, but, but I do <laughs> I do have to say that I almost actually put an Aussie album at last place. Oh, and, and because I so much don't like it. Wow. <laughs> so, so, um, but uh, we'll get to that because it's my number 12, but who knows what that will be. Okay. Know, maybe, maybe we'll match up. I don't know. Let's find out. Okay. So my, my number 12, uh, we, we could, we, we might not. It, it's hard because sometimes I feel like I know exactly what you're going to pick. And then sometimes I'm like kind of caught off guard where you, hit me with something where something just something itches a certain thing for you (laughs) yeah i wasn't seeing coming but number 12 my number 12 is down to earth from 2001 oh fuck no no No. (laughs) okay um so this one for me uh definitely when it when it came up to listen to it i was it was what i expected again it was a thing of it's an early 2000s album so you just know the mix is going to be a bit ass so it's not as that, bad as he would do but yeah it's not great yeah it, it i it's it's a very muddy production and the drums are weirdly quiet for that you know for Mike the guitar. yeah yeah <laughs> and again i think the songs are you know fun and varied but it it definitely feels like like this is the first this is the first Aussie album where I felt like they were looking at what was going on and instead of thinking we can do that you know mm-hmm. we'd be good at that it's more of a case of well I guess it's working for these guys maybe it'll work for us because it had been six years at this point since Osmosis and yeah Osmosis was a bit more natural feeling to to me because there was always a lot of groove in what Zach Wild would do. So I feel like mid nineties Pantera's come along now. So yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, that one felt a bit more natural. Down to Earth feels a little bit more like well, we got to modernize Aussie now. It's the new millennium. Yeah, uh, and honestly, gets me through is a cool song. Um, Dreamer. Uh, you know the singles off it are cool and it it, it is an enjoyable listen but it, it's not what i look for in an aussie album mm-hmm. so you know it, it ended up working its way to the bottom spot and and if i'm honest this bottom half for me could change any day of the week yeah depending on what mood i'm in like this is not an all-time set in stone list but this is what i was feeling and down to earth ended up working its way to the bottom because 
well, down to the bottom, more like. <laughs> I, I feel like this this first half is I'm way more confident in it than the next episode. Th- those are the ones for me that are going to move all over the place uh, for yeah. the most part. It's but, tricky because um, there's a lot of different characteristics to those first six because you've got a different guitarist every two albums. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you done with that one? Yeah, you know, it's it's... It's fun, but it ain't what I look for in an Aussie sure. album. So my number 12 was almost my number 13 because I just really don't like this album. Okay. Um, it's it's his most recent album, Patient Number 9 from 2022. And it sounds awful. Like it, It's pretty blown out, isn't the it? The production, like- it's like... It's com- it's compressed all the fuck. It's poorly mixed. It is like it does sound kind of blown out. The motherfucker. Okay, Andrew Watt is his name. I've talked shit about this guy before. Stop <laughs> going to Andrew Watt to do shit. Okay, because I've never heard an album that he produced that I thought sounded good. And the dude, him or the engineer that working on this, they do not know how to use auto tune or pitch correction because they don't know how to mix it in. So all I, I hear is Ozzy with a layer of auto tune over his fucking voice. I know he's an old man now and he needs a little bit of help. And I'm fine with that. I have no problem <clears> with <throat> using uh, the, all the possibilities that technology has opened up for us. That's fine. No problem whatsoever. But I feel like Andrew Watt is one of those producers who wants to make an album where it's rock, but the hip hop fans are going to be into it too. And I'm just like, no, we don't need that. Just make a fucking rock album. And if it's good, people are going to get into it. So anyway, um, and then on top of that, most of the songs to me are pretty bland and not memorable at all to where I came back to the album to do this after hearing it the first time. And I was just like, I don't remember most of these songs. And really, like, the highlight for me are the songs with Tony Tony Iommi on guitar. Because... At that point, it's basically Black Sabbath, isn't it? Yeah, there's that <laughs> yeah. Song, the song uh, No Escape From Now. I, I, I enjoy that song. And, and But it's like, it's a weird thing because, like, the, the previous album that he did had a couple of like names on it but this Mm. one is like an all-star cast and it still doesn't save the album at all and some of the songs just and and i and i feel like because i was looking at like the writing credits and sometimes the people who are guesting on it are also songwriters and i'm like did they have like a limited window of time where it's like eric clapton can be here from 2 to 4 p.m and then he comes in and like we have to write a song and record a song in two hours and then that's the song that comes out and first off what also stop working with eric clapton get rid of that guy um <laughs> so um that's just my, that's just an opinion i know a lot of people love him i don't and um yeah i, I the the i think in the grand scheme of things, I wouldn't look at this album as an awful album if it wasn't an Aussie album. Because even the album prior to this, that when I first heard it and I did a review on it, I didn't really like it that much. Going hmm. back to listen to it still had a thing where I go, oh, some of these songs are actually pretty good. I don't know what I was thinking. This one, it was almost like doubled down on how bad it was when I came back to it. Hmm. So 
Um, not all of them, though. A couple cool songs, but mostly just forgettable songs. And if it wasn't Ozzy, I would never listen to this album ever again. Um, mm. So, and it also bums me out because once I get to talking about Ordinary Man, Ordinary Man would have been such a great way to end things. And now that I go back and listen to it, man, if he had left off there, so I'm hoping that he does put out another album, and I think he said he's going to, because I want something better to be, if he has a last album, I or when he does, I want it to be something that I can look at and go, not bad, Ozzy, pretty good, at least, at least. <laughs> not me going, this album sucks, but it's okay because Ozzy's on it. No, I don't, I don't, not interested in that. Um, so... Really only one more album in this entire uh, ranking that I have shit talking to do about. Um, and that's my number 11. But like, but when you think about it, that's a, that's, he has fucking 10 albums of material that I cannot talk shit about. Cause I go so much good shit about them. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I had to get it out of the way. So Andrew Watt sucks. Let's move on to um, <laughs> your number 11 Aussie album. Cool. So my number 11 Aussie album ended up being Scream from 2010. Okay. And honestly, it pretty much just came down to a, a similar reason as um, Down to Earth, where it was kind of like there's a certain cheese factor to this album at points where I, where I, I feel... Like, they were like, hey, Ozzy, this is the style of rock song that the kids like. Um, not that it's all like that, yeah. but I definitely I definitely got that vibe at points where they were definitely tapping into... I, I, I know it sounds derogatory, but I feel like it's it's experiencing kind of a, a, a resurgence. You f- are you familiar with the term butt rock? <laughs> yes. So butt, butt rock, is that like Nickelback and stuff like that? Yeah, that kind of that mid two thousands, you know, uh, bro hard rock. You it's, know, to, to me, butt rock is like it's almost like a marriage of you take some elements of new metal, mm. but then you make them all like stripper songs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, that's literally it. Yeah. yeah, it's new metal for guys that get laid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it's again. It, it comes down to I think it's a fun listen. Anything with Ozzy on it is a fun listen. You know, I, I also just, I I, th- I think it was this album too where he was doing that. He I don't know if he did it in multiple places, but I saw a video where he was pretending to be a wax ver- fig figure version of himself. So he's just standing <laughs> going, and then like people come sit next to him, and then he comes to life and scares the shit out of him. I was like, he is too good at pretending to be a statue of himself. <laughs> I think that was around this time, around the, around yeah. this album. Also, I'm gonna I'm, I I'm talking about this album later, but every time I I hear the name of this album, it always bums me out because originally he was gonna call the album Soul Sucker, and mm. I went. That's fucking great. And yeah. apparently, like, the metal community, was like, no. And so he, pr- under pressure, changed it to scream. And I'm just like, look, that's still fine. Come on. Soul Suckers, pretty cool. Yeah, Soul Suckers <laughs> should have been the one. Yeah. Soul Sucker with soul an A. Soul Sucker. With an oh. A at the end of it. Oh, damn. Yeah. I would, I, I, that's, that was, that, that was a bad choice, Ozzy, but still, whatever. 
Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. Soul Sucker. Oh, that's yeah. a, they should have. They Aussie shouldn't have. Aussie should have doubled down. Yeah. Fuck, man. Because because there's a song called Soul Sucker on it, but yeah. I don't know if he even changed that to Soul Sucker because people were so mad at the title, and I'm just like, <laughs> let Aussie be Aussie, you fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, it, it's a it's a pretty good it's a good fun lesson you yeah. know but but it's it definitely to me it has that it's 2010 butt rocks killing it yeah let's let's have Aussie doing the butt rock thing and i ain't got nothing wrong with the butt rock if anything it's I, like i do enjoy some butt rock from time to time i i consider it the the way i would describe it is i would call it the bastard love child of hair metal's attitude Paired with post grunge's presentation, yeah. So you got the dick swinging energy, but dressed up like you know, still a deep guy, you know. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's scream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, my number eleven. So this is the this is the the last album where you're going to hear me talk shit. For those of you who might be big Aussie fans and you um, are mad at my attitude, because I mean, I I whatever. I, it's it's like like just if in case you're new to this, if you go to look at most of the stuff I do on YouTube, I I'm I only talk about music I love, so it's instances like this when I get to like spit a little venom finally, and because I because I don't like doing that, but this is it's like a safe space where I feel like I yeah. can do this. So uh, my, my number eleven <laughs> is uh, Black Rain. Oh. From 2007, I did the rain thing um, yeah. on on my uh, on my camera. Anyway, so that's, this is his tenth album. So this, I wouldn't call this like a necessarily a bad album. It's just the songs are all just okay, and mm. and this is that point where I I think. Zach Wilde and I went our separate ways because I was just like, dude, the the wee the wee wees are getting old. Yeah. He, does, he literally every single song, boom, 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 wee wee, boom, 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 wee wee, boom, 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 wee wee. All right, Zach, we get it. They don't need to be in every five seconds of a fucking song. And then ever since then, Zach has just put out shit music. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, um, I'm not a fan of Zach Wilde. I'm a fan of Zach Wilde as Ozzy's guitar player, and that's pretty much where it ends. Um, but I just think his guitar playing on this is just annoying. And there's a lot of really generic riffs. And 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 I'm and I I have a feeling the songwriting process is 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 sometimes a lot of like because I don't know if Ozzy can play guitar because there are so many artists that you know that the way they write songs, like you hear about like Michael Jackson would write songs by talking into a microphone and going, bung, dum, bung, dum, bung, dum, bung, dum, and then, you know, giving it to somebody mm. like play this. And I feel like Ozzy probably does that too. Um, so maybe it was just like an uninspired period for the band overall, you know, or for, for Ozzy, but it just, it didn't age well. And the production's kind of weak. Um, I do like the song. I don't want to stop, even if it's got too many wee wees all the way through. Mm. I must refer to that as a wee wee from now on. 
That is a mm. stomper of a song. I'm not going to lie. I, it, I did. The first time I ever saw the music video for it, I was like, oh, man, they, they went the butt rock route. But I can't yeah. lie. It's an infectious song. It's a really <laughs> great song. But it, but it, yeah. but it, but you know, like when I sing the song, I have to sing the wee wees. It's like, I don't know what I do. And all I know is I don't want to stop. Wee wee. <laughs> it's always got to be a wee wee yeah. in there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, this is like one that I just feel like it's the, it's such a, so I don't know. I don't, I, they had to put out an album. They didn't have strong material. They did their best they could with it. I don't know. I just know that for the, for overall, this is one that, um, like I have it in my, in my Apple music library and I'll see it come up and I always go, I'm ne- I never want to listen to this album ever, <laughs> but I do want to hear, I don't want to stop because like, that's a good single. So at least they had that going for them. Um, but that, that ladies and gentlemen is the end of my shit talking uh, because everything else I think has a lot of strong qualities. Um, and um, Zach Wilde wasn't going all crazy with the wee wees. He did, he did them tastefully, tasteful wee wees, mm. not, not oh, arbitrary wee-wee, wee-wee, all wee-wee. the time wee wee okay hmm. i wonder how many times can i say the phrase wee wee in this episode <laughs> anyway a lot of wee wee action this episode <laughs> <Yeah. huh>? <laughs> <laughs> we like a bit of wee wee on on crankton right <laughs> uh so i i guess that brings me to number 10 number 10 number 10 uh funnily enough my number 10 is patient number 9 <laughs> uh so yeah i have a lot of this a lot of similar criticisms you have towards this album but this one for me grew on me quite a bit in terms of i've heard it several times because when it came out i i I believe rob trujillo plays bass on some of it good on, on a good portion of this album yeah and um my girlfriend has a massive crush on Rob Trujillo. Yeah. And so anything he's involved in, she just goes in absolutely hard. And uh, he's, back, he's, he's, he's back with Mike Muir with uh, doing some infectious groove stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's done wonders for getting her into funk metal because. Nice. You know, yeah. yeah. I'm working her, working her up to Primus. She hasn't quite reached that level yet, but there is like a video of him and Les Claypool like playing a song together dressed yeah. as cowboys or something. I can't remember. The yeah. 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 I remember that. Yeah. yeah it's, um, it's working is, is all I'll say. <laughs> you just got You just got I, I've, I've, I've run into over the past, you know, this millennium, I've run into so many cases where people don't really know Primus. And when you say Primus, they think of the South park theme song. And I'm like, yeah, it's not really what they, I mean, I guess it's kind of, primacy but no <laughs> it's it's like it, that's like 40 seconds of primus yeah anyway like i was saying patient number nine um yeah. is hey, i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep that up as well i'm not gonna stop doing that uh the thing <laughs> i do like about this album uh, the the thing that stands out to me is the variety of players on it. So sure. you, you've got Jeff Beck, 
Uh, Jeff Beck pops his head around the door. Uh, uh, <laughs> you got Mike McCready, Zach Wild, um, Zach Wild appearing on a good portion, like almost a third of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Iommi appears at points. Yeah, you know that they're they're. I I agree with you about the production. I I don't particularly enjoy this style of way too blown out low end i think there's i think there's a difference between i think there's a difference between having a good balance of everything and Mm -hmm. there being a good low end chunk to it there's a there's a difference between that and having the bass so overpowering that it just compresses everything else to hell i I don't Um, i just don't understand this obsession with modern production and compression because like it's oh it's People are convinced bass is the only good frequency anymore, you know? I guess. I just I just know that, like, I I just miss albums feeling like you're in a world listening to the album, but everything in now is just focused in the middle. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they expect so many people to be listening on their iPhone with out-of-the-iPhone speakers. I don't... I have no idea. I just... I think it I, had something to do with radio in the beginning, but what people don't realize is that radio is compressed anyway. Yeah, it, yeah. Like... It, you're compressing something that's been compressed at that point, and then it sounds just lifeless. Do you, do you want yeah. to know something that I that I from when I was younger I always thought was weird? We may have talked about this in another episode, but did you know that like especially on like top forty radio, like pop radio, What's that? Um, that some songs will be played faster than they're normally played, so they can fit in more songs. Huh. I don't know if it happens like, anymore, but I remember like my first memory of this and always trying to figure out why was Nirvana had gotten so popular in, in you know around 92 that they started playing Smells Like Teen Spirit on the top 40 radio station. Yeah. And they would play it and it was always slightly faster than it's supposed to be. And I'm just like, yeah, and I'm like, why is it like that? And then later on, I remember, I, I don't remember where it was. I read some article about how on those particular type of stations to fit in more content, some songs would be played or they would have a version where they was sped up slightly because apparently wow. every few seconds counts or something. But um, it's weird. And people think TikTok is to blame for people's attention spans. Well, it's not sped up that much. It's not sped up yeah. that much. That's a, that's a different story. But anyway. Bring bring friends. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Patient number uh, yeah. nine. Number nine. Uh, it's, again, like I'd say, it's fun because Ozzy's on it. And I think. I think some of the songs are stronger than others, but the production on this album for me, I just feel really lets it down. And yeah. I am I am 100% with you. I think albums need to go back to understanding or people who make albums need to go back to understanding that I mean, I mean, who am I to to say, you know, for for a start, this is my opinion. However, I I do believe that I genuinely wholeheartedly believe that rock mixes peaked in the early nineties with the mixture of the atmosphere of old style produced like the eighties stuff. They got really Uh good at having reverb and space while also having a lot of grit and 
um, weight to it. Like, so, yeah. for example, a prime example of this is no, no more tears. He agrees. Yeah, she, <laughs> she does. She, uh, she's sorry. loud. She's a very she's a very loud girl. That's, uh, my, I, that's I, my that's my pit bull who's I, probably I mad. misgendered the bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably mad that uh, there's a cat. There's a cat outside. Uh, um, fair. Fuck him. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll mute myself while you continue your, what you're talking about. Uh, I was I was just saying, I genuinely think we lost something along the way in the '90s in terms of where the focus was at. Because I feel like we got to a point where we were like, wow, we can have everything in your face. And for a moment, everybody was like, no one's heard stuff like this before. It's really cool. But then somewhere along the line, they, they got too obsessed with compressing stuff and not having enough ambience. Uh, ambience is the big thing that I think modern mixes are missing. And I know a lot yeah. of people would argue, they would turn around and say, oh, but what about, you know, there's loads of atmosphere and stuff like Gent. And I'm like, dude, just because you put a synthesizer over your riffs yeah. doesn't mean you feel like... The problem I have with a lot of, like, modern metal mixes is sometimes I'm in the mood for it, right? But I think it's oversaturated nowadays with yeah. too many bands sounding like... When you sit down to listen to it, you are hyper-aware that you are listening to a studio recording that was done piece by piece in a studio digitally whereas yeah. you listen to albums like no more tears hell you listen to an album like fucking black sabbath's first album right even then it feels like it's in a world of its own you know yeah. and I, I, that's I feel, something I, I think is missing i feel like the the problem it, it but this has happened with all in all different areas of music but yeah. uh, but a lot in rock and metal where there became a point in the 90s where people kept using the term overproduced. Yeah. And so I think because of that, because that the groupthink mentality slowly became, oh, oh, that kind of production is bad. And so yeah. now it's gone completely the other end of the spectrum where it's just like, no, take all the room noise out, take all the natural sounds out, everything. You know, if there's, if there's a little mistake, don't leave it in there. And it's like, so it's, Every we've gone way too far to the other side. Now there are, I've said this before. There are newer bands and newer producers who are trying to get back to that, and mm. um, some of them are doing it pretty well. There, there is some good sounding shit coming out these days where they're able to incorporate a modern sound but still give it this sort of I don't know aura. Like, I don't, yeah, like, yeah, an yeah. aura, and so. But I think when it comes to stuff that's mainstream or is intended to be marketed mainstream, that's where the the producers that their job is to make this, you know, a crossover if they can. You know, it's like yeah. so if the production is right and you put Post Malone on it, hopefully, you know, there will be a crossover or whatever. You know, so um, I don't know. It, it's it it sucks, but you know, at least we still have shitloads of examples of amazing sounding albums from mostly from the 90s but yeah yeah absolutely what gets my goat though is when people go ahead and go back and remix and remaster stuff 
that didn't need it. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with remasters. I draw the line at remixing and especially re-recording. Yeah, that is. That's I'm, like that's like Nazi book burnings to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just changing history. I, you I, know? Would, I, I would prefer no remasters whatsoever. I don't see, especially when it comes to vinyl releases. Like if you want to remaster it for Spotify, go right ahead. So every mm-hmm. so people, when people are listening, everything's all one volume. That's the only thing I can think of. You know, there are a few, I guess, albums here and there that that were could you know were improved i guess by a remastering but most of the time it's unnecessary and when i get a vinyl copy of something i'm just like why did you put the remastered on here it doesn't fucking matter just give me the original version which is why i'm so crazy about trying to get original versions of albums or or repressings by certain companies that do that just repress the album and i'm just like thank you that's all i want i don't want remastered because all it just seems like most of the time they just turn up the fucking treble and Mm. i'm just like okay great now i I will say we've used it as uh an example several times on this show but the the difference between the original megadeth mixes and the 2004 (laughs) remix remaster is like is like a a, a great tragedy (laughs) especially to you because i grew up with those mixes and (laughs) it wasn't i grew up with those mixes and it wasn't until after the fact that i realized when i started buying the vinyl um i was like this sounds so different to the cd why why is that that's never happened for the rest of the things and then i realized oh yeah i've got original pressings of these vinyls and these are the remix remasters Mm -hmm. uh and i just remember I feel like some some examples are more egregious than others. Yeah, um, agreed. However, I think when you go back and retroactively rip out the personality of an album that made it unique in the first place, that's when yeah. that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah, um, I, and, and my I probably talked about this when we did when we did the Megadeth episodes, but I accidentally stumbled across those the remixed rust in peace and and i i wish that there had been a camera in the car with me so because (laughs) for for the first you know i don't know how long i got i got rust in peace first around probably 92 ish Mm. and i had it on cassette and i had that cassette for such a long time that i remember like sometime around 2000 i don't know early 2000s at some point i don't remember when that one came out but I was at a used CD store and I was like, oh, I, I don't have, why don't I have Rusty Peace on, on a CD? Yeah, that's fucking stupid. So I bought it, not even paying attention to it. And I was like, this one has bonus tracks too, sweet. And so yeah. I, so I, I pop it in my car when I leave and immediately I'm just like, what the fuck have they done? What the fuck yeah. have they done? Is, it, is, this a, <laughs> is this defective? Because... It's like taking an album that to me is pretty much perfect. Fuck it, it is perfect. And mm-hmm. completely ruining it. Not only remixing it, but redoing vocals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that that get, get re-recording, man. So so I'm gonna I, I gotta take this this moment to do like a shameless plug for myself, just because it's related. Um recently I launched my own radio station. 
um, which is through a uh, uh, an app called Live 365. It's available in the UK. You can download it and listen to it over there. Hey. It is 24 hours of old head approved bangers. Mm. And um, and there, I even cut like ra- uh, radio ID spots. And you, nice. you will, one in particular, you will absolutely love. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I won't, nice. I won't, I won't tell you. But, um, but so the way that Live Three Sixty Five works is that your you provide the music, you mm. pay a monthly fee for the licensing to be able to be played, mm. and so I basically uploaded like all the shit that I could get via CDs or downloads from Bandcamp. (laughs) Nice one. (laughs) But the one thing that I was so proud of doing is that I uploaded the original mix of rust in peace, countdown to extinction and risk. So you'll hear songs from those albums coming up. And every time it comes up, I listen to my own fucking station because it's fucking great. But every time one comes up, I'm like, oh, man, it's insomnia sounding the way it's supposed to sound on my radio station. And it just makes me feel so proud. And um, yeah, plus, plus, you know, every once in a while you get, you know, uh, the the view from uh, from uh, Lou Reed and Metallica. (laughs) I am a chorus of the voices. The gather so, up the magnets. Anyway, Sorry, I like it, I like saying that part. Sorry. If if any if any of you can go either through the YouTube link or on my socials to my link tree, there's a link you can go straight to it. And if you don't have license live three sixty five, so I think it's right now. It's available. I, I read that it was just U.S., Canada, and U.K., but I saw that you can also listen to it in Australia and France. So, mm. um, but um. Unfortunately, not Germany. And I know I have some German peeps, which sucks. But you can try. Do like a, what do you call those things? A, a VPN? Yeah. Where you can change it and then listen to me. Anyway, Live 365, it's free. Um, I pay for it to have my own station, but I fucking love it. And now it's like, I'm and I'm going to start doing radio shows on it as well. Like nice. actual radio shows. But anyway, that just made me think of it because I'm like, the real rust in peace is on there. If you hear Hangar 18, it's going to sound right. Most importantly, take no prisoners is going to sound right. <laughs> anyway, but we're not talking about Megadeth. We are talking about Ozzy. Ozzy Osbourne. I, I was going to say, just jumping off of that Megadeth thing before we, we yes. jump off that, where I was heading with that is, to Megadeth's credit, they have reinstated several of the original mixes of the albums onto Spotify next to the remasters. So. Yeah. You can get uh, Rust in uh, Peace Cells, so far so good to what? Rust in Peace, Countdown to Extinction, and Euthanasia original or remastered. But the thing that pains me is that Cryptic Writings and Risk, the two, in my opinion, most heavily affected by that because there's like entire tracks that were removed from the uh, fucking mixing board. Yeah. Like there's... there's there's way more percussion on the original version of Cryptic Writings than the one that ended up being the remaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I bet I know that it's gotten back to Dave Mustaine. He knows. He has hmm. to know. But he seems like the kind of dude that doesn't want to take the L, so he's never going to remove them. He'll compromise, he, but he won't compromise. back down. No, he won't back. He's like Tom Petty in that respect. Um, 
anyway, uh, yeah, because I'm free, free falling. So is that is that yeah, yeah? It's, it's, it's like one of those things that everyone's doing now, where they use the AI to make Dave Mustaine sing Tom Petty. <laughs> And in, into the great wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to live like a refugee. <laughs> Hello, me. I'm a refugee. Um, that was not. That was not good at all. <laughs> that was fucking great, though. I love that. <laughs> um, I might, I, you know what? I'm now that now that you know, I think about it. I might use you for some some radio IDs for my station. Maybe I'll have you do a Phil and Selmo and a Dave Mustaine. Yeah, like you'd be like, "This is Dave Mustaine. You're listening to Old Head Radio. <laughs> no Metallica all the time." <laughs> and then you'll be like, "It's Phil and Selmo. Heroin need needle in my goddamn dick. <laughs> needle on the record. Heroin needle in my goddamn." Dick, let's fucking go. <laughs> um, I watched your podcast last night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was too good. All right, hold on. Let's get back on track. <laughs> Steering back onto the Preach. highway, onto the Aussie highway. Were, were you, where did you finish your, your number 10? What was your number 10? My number 10 was patient number nine. Oh, yeah. Are you still, are you still on that? I'm sorry. I just thought, can you imagine like a like an AI Dave Mustaine? Oh, I have two number nines. <laughs> number nine, large. Number six with extra dip. <laughs> I'm telling you, Nick. Not only do I want that, but I want somebody to take that and put it in the Beatles song. I want the I want the a original. Number seven. What is his name? Big Smoke. Is it yeah, Big, Big Smoke? smoke. Big Smoke. I want, yeah. I want Big Smoke to be on the Beatles song. Or just him saying number, number nine. nine. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is it, because it will have learned how to say number nine from that, it will probably just go number nine like perfectly. Yeah. Oh, man. So in some you ways, know, AI is a beautiful thing. In other ways, it's a frightening thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen it? figured out how to make CCTV footage? Have, no. you, have, have you seen it's figured out how to make semi-convincing security camera footage? Oh, Jesus Christ. So here, here's the thing that I keep thinking of, because I'm like, you know, I'm 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 always I literally spend so much time doing my quote unquote old head stuff. Mm. And I've been doing it nonstop weekly for five years, over five yeah. years. So I'm like, if I ever actually blow up and somebody wanted to fuck with me, there is so much audio of me that they could put together probably a very believable version of me saying anything. Dude, all they would have to do is take that clip of Kanye (laughs) and just put your (laughs) voice over it. There's a lot of things I love about Hitler. <laughs> is that supposed to be me? That was a shitty impression. No, Some no, of your no, impressions are supposed to It was the Kanye. It was the, it was the original Kanye. Oh, is that what he does? He say it like that? that he went he it. went on um, Infowars. Jesus Christ! Some surreal shit happening on that on that. I remember catching a clip of that. We got to stop. We got to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. Uh no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Why do people have to do that? Like, I uh, I miss 
Kanye being like a lovable crazy person. Yeah. Like he's just like, oh, he's full of himself and he's a little bit insane. But now he's like, oh no, now he's fucked everything up and I don't give a shit about him anymore. Because that period of Kanye where he put out that song, is it called Lose Yourself or Lift Yourself? Have you ever heard that? Probably at some point. It's it's yeah. so it's like a three to four minute track. And it's got a pretty cool beat, and the whole time it's building up, and he's like, Are y'all ready for this? And it builds up and builds up, and then finally at the end he starts going poop scoop scoop poop diddy scoop scoop diddy whoop poop scoop scoop whoop yeah i've heard that to yeah. me like that's one of the greatest things i've ever heard just because mm. he's such a ma- he, he's a massive celebrity and you know so many people downloaded that song and listened to that song and they're like all right we're, we're getting ready to go and most people were probably just like what the fuck is wrong with him i'm like he was a genius at that point guys yeah <laughs> now, i'm pretty sure He's a shitty person. And speaking of that, Ozzy just fucking, this is perfect. Yeah. Ozzy, did you see that thing where Ozzy posted, a, you know, fuck Kanye kind of post on Twitter? Yeah, I heard about it, but I don't know the specifics. Fill me, fill me in, fill me in. He, uh, so Kanye asked to use uh, a bit of a Sabbath song on something. Yeah. And, um, and I'm going fi- to, I'm going to find the actual tweet. And um, Ozzy said, no. And mm. apparently, I think at a live performance, maybe uh, Kanye did it anyway. I don't, I don't know the specifics of what it was used for, but he used it anyway. And so here's, here's, um, here's Ozzy's tweet. Are you ready? Okay. He at first he added Kanye, so you know he doesn't give a shit. Ooh. Kanye West. It's all capitals too, all caps. Oh. Uh, Kanye West asked permission to sample a section of a 1983 live performance of Iron Man from the U.S. Festival without vocals and was refused permission because he is an anti-Semite who has caused untold heartache to many. He went ahead and used the sample anyway at his album listening party last night. I want no association with this man. That's his tweet. Oh, that is a that is a dub of nuclear proportion, my well, not, guy. Not, not only that, but his wife, you know, Sharon's jumping on too, and I'm just like, oh motherfucker, you in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that he's rich and powerful or whatever, but you know, not that powerful. You know. mm. uh, Prince of anyway, Darkness. I is love after that. Now. I love how that's come together where we brought up Kanye, Ozzy yeah. and Kanye are hating on each other. Mm. Um Team Ozzy all the way over here Team on Crimson Baby. Um, plus, if somebody says don't use their shit, just don't use it. I don't care if you're an anti-Semite or not. Don't use it. <laughs> you know, just there's yeah. a there's a you know they said no, so don't use it. Mm. Anyway, all right, oh, where are we man. at? Is it my turn for number ten? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, over to you, number ten. All right, so th- this one it, this one was a surprise because it's it's ordinary man from 2020 is my number ten, and it's because like when it came out, like I said, I didn't really like it that much um but then coming back to it again for this thing i was pretty surprised i was like well the 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 production is still pretty bad because it's andrew watt but it's not as bad as patient number nine for me and um but i I, you know going back to listen to it so many of the songs i was like you know what i i was kind of letting the fact that i didn't like the production and Andrew Watt is the guitar player on a lot of the album. And he's, it's just like getting somebody from the black keys to to be your fucking guitar. It's like nothing. It's like bullshit Hmm. guitar playing. 
Um, and the, and, and some of the riffs are not that great, but I, I going back and listening to it, the songwriting itself, like there, I'm like, man, there's some really well done songs that, especially like the, you know, the, the song ordinary man. Yeah. Like, like I was just like, that's why I'm like, this would be a great last album. Cause I love the idea of, you know, that being a, a last you know, kind of thing. Like I, you know, I don't want to die an ordinary man. And you know, Ozzy, you will not. <laughs> That's a, mm. that is one thing you will not do. Uh, but I think with all its flaws, it really does. There's a, there's something about a good chunk of the songs that I, when listening to them, I just went, wow, these are actually, you know, pretty enjoyable. And, and if it, if it had better production and better guitar playing, in my opinion, then, I think it would be an amazing album, but it's, it's got, it's got flaws, but I, I was just so surprised. I'm like, wow, I actually, this will go in my top 10 because I'm like, good, good on him because, you know, and I'm, I'm perfectly, I I love proving myself wrong. That is one mm. of my favorite things to do. I love going back and listening to something that I didn't like and all of a sudden loving it. It gives me some sort of joy. It really makes me feel happy. I think it's because like it, it has, it gives me that feeling of like bad things can become good or, you know, like, I don't know. It's a, it's almost like a, a hope for the universe that's happening inside my head. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like, you know what? You, you did not like this and now you've come back to it and it's a different, it feels different. It's a different album. So anyway, which is another reason why I've stopped doing for the most part, a lot of like album reviews like that. Where, you know, I wasn't going to buy the new Ozzy album, but I reviewed it anyway, just because I was bored and needed something to put up on the, on, you know, on old head. Um, but I'm like, yeah, so I, I, there's no need because if I hear an album like that and I go, yeah, fuck this album, chances are three or four years later, I'm going to go listen to it and go, not bad, actually. <laughs> but yeah, that, that review is always going to be there because I'm never taking that shit down. Because even the worst shit that I did back in the day, I always want to leave it up just to be like, this is started from the bottom. Now we're here, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. You know, I just want to like, I want to leave that out there and be like, this is where I came from. And then this is where I am now. And I think it's, I think it's cool. So anyway, whatever. Too much talk about me. Um, more talk about Ozzy. That was my number 10. On to number nine. Cool. So I can jump Which off. Which is not, with- it's not patient number nine. Nope. It ain't patient number nine. My number nine is Ordinary Man. Sweet. Jumping, All right. jumping straight off of you. And it's, I, I, de- I definitely think that it sounds better than patient number nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, to me, these these latest two, for me, they're kind of on an even thing of, like, mood. But I think yeah. if we're talking... From a songwriting perspective, I think this is the stronger of the two. I th- yeah, I think yeah. um, there's some great stuff going on here, especially like the the big singles from here, especially <laughs> Ordinary Man. Like that is a great, great song. Um, Elton John on it too. I mean, yeah. it's a really good performance from both of them. Uh, Under the Graveyards, a good good track. Uh, the post Malone songs are fun too because you've got yeah. um, 
you know, it's a raid, which is a bit more of a, you know, crazy, punky, rocky number. I, with I think that has it. Travis Barker on drums, doesn't it? I, I believe uh, so. Right. Let's have a look. Uh, additional musicians. That would not surprise me. Holy shit, there's a lot of people on this. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow, Tom Morello does guitar on tracks 8 and 10. I was mm-hmm. unaware of that. Uh, I'm sure he's on it somewhere. All right. Uh, e- either or, I, I believe it. sounds it. right. Yeah. But I, do, do you know the crazy thing? I remember I was still in uni when this came out, and... The thing that blew me away was I hadn't heard the song Take What You Want yet. Yeah. And I remember getting in a car with um, a friend of ours who was, for all intents and purposes, musically, a very top 40 person. Yeah. Uh, but I got in the car and and I was just dumbfounded, dear Aussie, coming through the thing. I was like, hang about. <laughs> <laughs> You called me weird for liking metal the other day. She was like, "Yeah, well, you know, Ozzy's done a song with Post Malone, and you know, it's actually pretty cool." You know, and it was one of those like crossover moments where it was like, "You ain't half bad." <laughs> you, know, you know that point in the movie where like two people who initially were, you know, at each other, warm up to each other by like the midpoint. Uh, yeah. It was one of those. It was one of those moments in real life, which was kind of cool. But anyway, honestly, it, it, if we're talking the latest Aussie albums, I think this one, from a songwriting perspective, is the stronger of the two. Mm-hmm. I think, um, honestly, I would see myself listening to this one more than Patient Number Nine. But honestly, I, th- I think both of them are growers for me. I yeah. find I find new stuff. I, I could say that about any album, really. But yeah, I, I think they're cool. I think they're cool. I would like yeah. to hear more from Ozzy, you know, before he retires. I, I think I think he uh, has one more going on. Um, mm. So we'll see what we'll see what that's like. Sweet. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah. Over to you. All right. My number nine is Down to Earth from two thousand one. Cool. And um, this is an, an, a weird album for me uh, because. It came out, so that's why. That's why it's. Uh, it, it feels weird to me talking about the Osbournes being in two thousand two. Yeah, because because I remember, or maybe it was just one of the episodes was filmed when he was promoting this album. Because I remember there being an episode where he goes on some talk show and performs a song, and you know it's got Rob Trujillo on bass and Mike Borden on drums. Yeah, and um. That- that's something I forgot to mention as well. The lineup on this album is fucking sick. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and so this album has a, I guess because now we're looking at over 20 years ago hmm. and there's an odd nostalgic quality to this album now because yeah. I did watch the Osbournes because um, I thought it was utterly entertaining and yeah. funny. And, um, but I, you know, I when I hear songs from this, I just remember the Osbournes TV show, and I'm just like, yeah, man, that was it's crazy to think that that was over 20 years ago. Um, but yeah, Borden and Trujillo, that is one hell of a fucking rhythm section right there. 
Yeah. Um, but I think Down to Earth is actually a really fun album. Like it's it's got that early 2000 production, which isn't great, um, kind of weak at times. But I think the songs are good. But um, I really I really feel like my enjoyment of this album probably is a little bit nostalgic, which is odd to have nostalgia for a time period where I was already an adult, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but that, you know, that's it, it is what it is. F- fun fact about this album that I did not know hmm. that. And, and I when I when I read this, it was it, it, it used the word allegedly, but it's interesting if it's true. Apparently, Ozzy, when he was putting together songs, went to Rivers Cuomo from Weezer to ask him to write some songs. And one of the songs, so he, 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 so Rivers Cuomo apparently wrote songs for Ozzy or riffs for Ozzy or something, and Ozzy didn't use them. One of those riffs became the song Hash Pipe by Weezer. Whoa. So Hash Pipe was written. Allegedly, for Ozzy, and then they just changed it into a Weezer song. Yeah, and I'm like that is that is fascinating. Um, you, you know, the Zach Wild one would be like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, on Down to Earth, he isn't all wee wees. It's not yeah. wee wees everywhere on this one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like. Uh, I really do like Down to Earth. I think it's it's you know, obviously not one of his best, but there's something about it. It 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 sounds like that time period and um yeah i enjoy it so it, it ends up being my number nine um which leads us to the last our last of this part one episode and um it is it is uh time for your number eight sir cool so my number eight is 2007's black rain okay With this all, is all, the, all the wee wees intact Yep. <laughs> and this is an album I went into not expecting to enjoy it. He's doing the Black Rain. I just want to do the, the Black <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, podcast listeners, but it's, it's too much fun doing these hand gesture things. Tell you what, for the sake of it, let's see how long you can keep that up. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see how long the rain goes. Does it? Does it just stay like that indefinitely until? Oh, no, oh, it, okay. it, it, it fades out. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, yeah. but um, yeah, it's it's it definitely has. Oh, ah, ah, there, there go, the it is. There's the balloons, and there's there's two peace signs. What does that do? Two peace confetti. signs does confetti. Yeah, and I go peace and love. I've got too peace much and to love. do. No more mail. It's going in the bin. <laughs> All right, sorry about that. Now we figured it out. It's peace. It's peace signs. One peace and, and two. Love. What does this do? <laughs> this if, had, if I had like a mushroom cloud me. behind you, that <laughs> yeah. would have been epic. Come on, Apple, <laughs> get to work on the middle finger gestures. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, we're on. We're talking about Black Rain. Uh, yeah. So I went into this album not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, the wildisms are on full display. There's no denying that. That's a, that's a good term. But I I feel like they kept this album to a pretty good 46-minute runtime. And Mm. I feel like there's there's enough variation between the songs, despite the wildisms, for me to have a good stomping, butt-rocking, 2000s, detuned groove metal riff in time to it. 
and you know it's it's a good time and i like riffs and riffs are good to me (laughs) genuinely i i i enjoyed this album a lot more than i thought i would and on any any given day some of these could shuffle around but i genuinely found myself having a good time and it was a pleasant surprise for me i can't I can't quite describe it. It's <laughs> I remember there's a there's a there's a Trevor Phillips quote from GTA 5 where he's talking about something fantastic and he's like it's like pornography or a perfect turd. I can't quite describe it, but I'll know it when I see it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I I, I liked this um and like we said i don't want to stop as an absolute stomper honestly if if you like wrestling music this is the one <laughs> wrestling music <laughs> yeah i uh yeah that's that's what? pretty much black rain for me i yeah. i've uh, my notes this time have been a i've i've been very very busy this week so i've been a little lean on the notes but that's that's all right i feel like the 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 flow of the episode has been relatively unaffected. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think anyone would have even noticed. Um, yeah, but which is why we, I saved it to the end to admit that we're professionals. <laughs> um, we may have my dog Melvin in the background during this for my last one because he's he's uh, Melvin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, is that why? Can I just no, ask? Is that my why? wife? Oh, okay. My wife named him. Oh, nice. <laughs> my wife just decided that he needed the name Melvin, and like. And I was like, yeah, I love that. Um, so that's that's his name, and he's he's a, he's the best dog ever. Like he is yeah. he is he's my buddy. He all, he's always with me, and he never causes. He's like the he's like the dog that waits, and, and if another dog wants to come over and eat his food, he just goes, oh okay. Like he's just <laughs> he's really cool about everything. Anyway. Is he the is he the white fluffy one you had in no, a recent? No, no, he's he's the Schnauzer. He's like a gray. He's a gray oh, Schnauzer. Okay. Um, the fluffy cool. one is Lulu who is named after the Lou Reed and Metallica um, uh, album. Cool. And, but her, her name was originally Lucy. And then when we, uh, when we got her, I'm like, nah, her name's Lulu. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Um, sorry. So that I, I have, I have, I have five dogs. So um, anyway, where are we now? My number eight, wrapping it up. Um, my number eight is it's an it's interesting because I wouldn't have thought this would be as high, but when I was listening to it, I really liked this album. And Scream is my number eight from okay. 20, 2010. The 11th album um, does. Uh, now, here's the thing. Some some albums from this period of time have have the modern for the time production style that's actually become kind of fun where. I don't know what it is. I don't like it. It could be better, but there's an element of it that I go, all right. And and you made a good, you said that you said like wrestling music or like, it's like, it does have that sort of like, this is supposed to be played at a sporting event kind of. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I I don't know why I liked it. Um, It's not a great, it's it's not great sounding, but you know, let me hear you scream is a, is a great song, I think. And, and Gus G, um, is really good. I, I mean, I, I don't know a lot about Gus G. I know he's a good guitar player, but I like the guitar in this album a lot. I think it mm. sounds really good. Um, and there's a lot of 
really great energy. I don't know if, you know, Gus G maybe brought some of that with him, I guess. Um, but I love the fact that the guitars, the guitars are big and chunky and that always, mm. you know, makes me happy. I love big chunky guitars. And, um, and not only that, up until this point, he, Ozzy always had one song, not on every album, but he had a lot of albums where there would be that one song that was like a tearjerker. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it makes me feel emotional. And on this one, the, the life won't wait. Life won't wait. Always. There's a combination of things about that song that I'm always just like, why, why are you kind of trying to make me cry? Ozzy, what the fuck is this shit? And there's something about that when you can write a song like that. Cause usually like songs you know, that are written to be some sort of emotional song always end up being kind of sappy or forced. And they, I just kind of go, that's cute. But sometimes mm. there's those songs that I go, I kind of feel it. I feel this song, the notes of the song, the words, everything about it. Just this, he nailed it. So Road um, to Nowhere was always that one for me. You know, um, oh, from on that on that album was uh, Mama I'm Coming Home was one that like I was yeah. just like I don't know why that one always affected me. Um, but we'll get we'll get to those. So I, I love so this worked out. So before I get to my little last bit on screen. Um, this worked out exactly the way that I thought it was going to work out, where we yeah. were going to do all of the 2000s albums in this episode and then everything else in the yeah. next one. <laughs> but um, I think Scream is, is fun. And it's to me, it's aged well, um, even though it does have elements that really tie it to then. But it's the same way with like listening to Ultimate Sin. And it's very much tied to the late 80s. Scream's very much a 2010 sounding album. And 14 years down the road, I kind of listened to it and go, that's fun. That's, a, that's you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I was really surprised at how many of the songs I just, and how just the vibe of the album just feels good. I still think Soul Sucker is a way better title than Scream. But, I agree. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that brings us to the end of part one of Alzi. Alzi. No, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I've, I've never been able to do a good Aussie impression, which sucks because I always God bless you. Because <laughs> I've always really liked. He, he always said some really great shit. My favorite Aussie quote still is from the the VHS "Don't Blame Me," which like his, it was his first uh, sort of documentary thing he put out in like ninety one yeah. or something like that. And and there's that whole portion where he's taken to court. Because apparently his music has hidden messages in it or whatever. Mm. And the uh, the prosecutor guy or whatever is like uh he and he incorporates a technique that's called hemisync. And then it cuts to Ozzy and he's like, Does this guy think I'm a scientist or a bloody rock star? I mean, <laughs> the only sink I've ever heard of is the one you wash your fucking face in in the morning. <laughs> And oh, I, always that was, I always thought that was a funny line. Um, One of my favorite Aussie lines is is from uh, what's it called? Uh, it, what the Osborns? Mm. Uh, yeah, that part. That part where he's going around, he's picking up shit from his pets, and he's like, "I live in an eight million dollar turd." <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Um, I like uh, that one. There's that one episode where they're fighting with the neighbors and like Sharon's like, is she throwing like fish or something or yeah. like rotting food or food over at the neighbors? 
Um, and they, they seem good. like annoying neighbors anyway. I know Sharon, it, it seems annoying herself, but um, that particular episode, I know it was probably edited to make them seem worse than they were, but that the the way they're presented, I'm like, fuck those people. The amount of times that uh, my partner and I, we've reenacted the someone has been in my room and taken my beers away from my room. I don't think so, <laughs> darling. <laughs> You, you're the beer thief. <laughs> it's just. A, <laughs> is that from an actual episode? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he, he he emerges from his man cave. And he's like, someone has been in my room can, and taken my beers away from my room. <laughs> can you can you do Who me a favor? That? <laughs> I'm gonna ask you and and your girlfriend. You refer to her as partner. Does that mean like you like you're not married yet, but you're serious? You're very serious. Yeah, so same yeah. partner. I yes. like that. Um. This is a favor from her too. On on TikTok, she doesn't have to be on the video, but dress how you're dressing now and do a TikTok where you're doing that scene and she's off camera doing her Sharon. Because yeah. I would love to hear that. That sounds like that would be funny as hell. <laughs> so, give you a TikTok idea. Yes. And just let her know I would appreciate it because I would giggle at it, I'm sure. <laughs> um <laughs> not that i don't love the fart sound yeah. effect videos i need I to do. film more of those dude like i've been away from the uh i've been away from the studio for a bit so i've i've not yeah. had a chance to film more of those but i am making a big old playlist of songs that have mm. little gaps in them and uh little moments that could benefit from some flatulent emphasis yeah so yeah if anybody hasn't uh seen it and has tiktok Look up Eddie Sparks on TikTok, and I've been posting videos of me adding fart sounds to popular so, metal songs. <laughs> if I if I can if I can request one, I may have said this before, but is um, it the Primal Concrete Sledge one? <laughs> no, but this one this one is this one is great because it has a gap followed by a a, a yell, and it's the it's it's the song. I think the song is FBLA. Is no, it's oh, FBLA oh, by uh, Helmet. It's off of. Uh, Okay. But it does like a it does like a da 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 da, and then he goes ah! like he screams. <laughs> but there's a huge space where a fart would go right there. Uh, it's right in the beginning of the song, though. You'll hear da 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 da, and it like has a little gap. Oh, I'm uh, I'm. I think it's FBLA. FBLA. Okay, is it FBLA two from Meantime? No, no, no. It's from it's from uh, Strap It On. Oh, okay, all right. Bear, bear with, bear with. Uh, how long into it is it? Because I, I think it's the beginning. It. Okay, I'm listening. Does it now. happen yet? <laughs> you see it has a yeah. wide open space for if you can find a long one like yeah. maybe there could be a, yeah. like a ripper that goes through there i know exactly <laughs> i know exactly which one i'm gonna use as well right. it's the really long wet one you, you know i you know it's like it's like i can't think of good content for my tiktok but i can give you some ideas <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right. On that note, let's get out of here. Go go follow Eddie on his TikToks and all of that stuff because he does funny stuff. Anyway, um, that's it for part one of Ozzy. Next week, we'll be back for the top seven, our top seven Ozzy albums that will include everything from the 80s and 90s because that's what we haven't talked about. Um, and uh, yeah, 
So, uh, and hopefully, um, I mean, hopefully Eddie will be back looking like Ozzy next week too, because I've enjoyed it this whole time. <laughs> Maybe next time I'll um, bite the head off a bat or something. Yes. Do, man, I, they should sell chocolate bats. So you can yes. just like, you know. With like, you know, jam filling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Anyway. All right. So uh, that's it. Uh, this is it for this episode. Uh, peanut butter platypus or aluminium squirrel. Uh, to those of you who uh, are here till the end, because you're the you're the reason we do this. Well, we do it for everybody, but you guys are the special ones. Anyway, that's all for this episode. Here's my bottle of water. I don't know why I picked that up to indicate something. Well, before we go, I'm going to do one of these to do the lasers. Yeah, laser, lasers, Woo! lasers, lasers. Woo! All right, all right. I did some lasers. All right, so uh, on that note, I'm going to throw it over to Eddie Sparks to take us out. Lady Dude! <laughs>